you're probably not producing marketing or sales videos because you think it's too scary, too expensive, maybe too complicated. Yet 300 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube every minute. 4.95 billion videos are watched every day and over 10,000 videos have had over 1 billion views. And that's just YouTube. Do you get the feeling you're leaving money on the table? Well, XMTV director Jules Watkins has a brilliant solution that will have you creating highly effective videos for your business in no time. Before we get stuck into episode 411 of the Small Business Big Marketing Show, the marketing gold is made exclusively possible thanks to American Express. Now, I say exclusively because for the next five weeks, Amex has kindly taken all available advertising spots. Love that. So do yourself and me a favor and check out their suite of business cards designed to meet the financial needs of small business owners just like you. They'll reward you too. Very, very good cards. I can promise you that. Simply Google Amex Business. Yeah, I say welcome to a small business marketing show where successful small business owners share their souls to take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Timbo Reed. And welcome back to the Small Business Big Marketing Show. I am your host, Timbo Reed. You, infinitely more importantly, are a motivated business owner ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it deserves to be. Big show today. XMTV director Jules Watkins, now the founder of GetVideoHero.com, has the solution to helping small business owners smash out more marketing and sales videos than they ever imagined. Melbourne SEO Services' Dave Jennings has a bone to pick with website owners. He gets his back up a little bit, does old DJ. And I give away some more prizes in the Small Business Big Marketing Monster Prize Draw. As per usual, team, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. You and I are going to be meeting some amazing business owners and marketers over the coming weeks. I've just done an interview with Mir Klitsis, whose tampon subscription service Moxie is doing some pretty big things. She has a great story to tell. And we catch up with social influencer Steph Claire Smith, who's a 24-year-old Instagrammer with 1.2 million followers that have enabled her to create a serious little business, including getting a food line into supermarkets. Pretty impressive. But right now, let's meet Jules Watkins, the founder of GetVideoHero.com, where you are going to find some amazing training for business owners who want to create more videos. That could well be you. Now, here's a little bit about Jules. He's an ex-TV director who made hit shows in the UK for the BBC and MTV. His credits include The Biggest Loser and Pimp My Ride. Come on, you know you've watched them. Admit it. (laughs) These days, he continues to produce videos, but mainly using his smartphone, which is kind of interesting given that he's kind of from the top end of town, if you like. 
Uh, and he does own two pretty schmick DSLR cameras, but he still uses his little smartphone. I love that. And he loves nothing more than showing small business owners just like you how to break through all the limiting beliefs you may have that are stopping you from benefiting from the power of video marketing. In this chat, we reveal the truth behind those limiting beliefs, talk about the types of videos every small business should be creating, and focus on a particular video trend that Jules is seeing great results from right now. We started off by talking about those damned self-limiting beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are a certain set of folks who have really moved on in their thinking and they kind of get it. But then there's other folks who are still a little bit stuck in the old corporate video mode mm-hmm. of thinking where in order to make a video, you need to go and hire a, a crew and you need to go to a production company and create a very elaborate one-time video that's going to have the, you know, the kitchen sink and everything yeah, yeah, thrown yeah. into it. Uh, whereas I think if you just look around and see what is actually happening in the world of, of marketing and where people are actually watching video, it's on platforms like uh, Instagram, particularly Facebook is booming at the moment in terms of video. And just check out the videos there. They're mm. getting lots of views. They're usually quite short. They're quite simple. Some of them are filmed pretty poorly, but they just catch the imagination full of personality. Yes. And people put their guard down. If you try and go into the kind of, traditional sales speak the glossy type of video they don't go down so well in those environments so i think uh, there's never been a better time to actually get success with simple video now there'll be some people listening who go yeah but i don't want to be in front of the camera what do you say to them well let's say a couple of things one is you don't have to be you could research the talent in your company if you've got other people who you work with or if you've got a partner then maybe they might be better on on uh, camera. So it's a bit like a reality TV search. Try and find your reality TV characters, the ones that have got the personality, that are, that are humorous, that can perform. So you could use somebody else. Uh, the other thing you could do is you could create videos that are more like text-based videos. So maybe you don't mind using your voice. It's just actually being on camera. So they can work pretty well as well. I the like that shows. one because um, you've, you've got a wonderful training course called ScreenFlow Hero. Now, ScreenFlow, for those who don't know, <clears throat> simply software that allows you to record what's happening on your screen and what you're saying and turns it into a video. So I see a lot, even some from some of the bigger, bigger businesses out there, I'm seeing text-based video working really well. Well, where you just create a PowerPoint, flick through it, um, and and talk to it at the same time. Absolutely, you know it's it what it's what converts really. What's working? You don't have to be uh, confined just to one style. You've got to test styles and what works well. So a lot of marketers have found that in fact very simple slideshow type videos. They call the dirty sales videos. Basically, like a white screen and just text that comes up at the same time as voice can be incredibly effective. It really focuses mm-hmm. people's minds down to concentrate on the words. So those can work great. Or you can do what's called hybrid. I do quite a lot of these where all you have to do is get on camera for a few sections of the video. It could be just four sections, one at the start, one at the end, a couple in the middle. Maybe only you're on camera for 25 seconds each time. And the rest of it then goes to the, the screen capture, the text base. So you can literally just go over it. You can make as many mistakes as you want, as long as you can get it right 
four times for a brief sentence or two, then you can then edit in the rest of it and then just use your voiceover. So there are ways and means of getting around it. Love it. Uh, other business owners think video marketing is expensive. What do you say to them? It can be expensive. If, if I if you go for the big glossy video with the drones and multiple <laughs> camera crews and uh, you could spend $10,000 up to $100,000 if you wanted to, but uh, that's probably not the greatest thing to do uh, straight off the bat. The best thing is to actually test your audience with video, simple video, see what they react to. Do they react to you on camera better? Do they work react to seeing uh, machinery or how-to videos? What works best? Then you've got uh, some research done, then you can actually go and commission perhaps a production company to make a glossy video. And there is a room for those type of videos, you know, on your homepage, when people land mm. on your homepage, fine. But if you want to start, just start with uh, shorter, simpler videos, get them out on social media and test the market. It takes too long to set up is another, what I would say, limiting belief. Well, I could, I'll say one thing. Once you set it up once, you can redo it. If you want a little studio set up in mm. your office, a couple of lights, uh, background, then you could just keep it set up. And all you've got to do is bring in your phone or your camera, whatever you're using, put it on the tripod. You can even mark your tripod legs on the ground with some tape and where the lights are so you know where it all, where it all should be. And then you I can like just rinse that. and repeat. So oh, yeah. if, you, if you find a style that's working, like maybe it's a how-to um, of your product, then you could just rinse and repeat week by week or produce like a weekly show from the same uh, environment. It doesn't have to be um, starting from scratch each time. I love that. It's all about flow, the ability to just kind of set it up once and then all you need to worry about when you want to create your next video is going and hitting record and you're away because the setup can be a little bit kind of, oh, geez, here we go again, not going to do it. Some think it's too technical, Jules. I mean, not so when you see some of the horrors on Facebook, <laughs> um, people grabbing their phone and, and literally just with all the lighting's wrong and everything's wrong and they're still getting views, they're still yes. getting success. So basics, just the basics, just thinking about light, a uh, bit of daylight will be fine. We're investing in a in a $100 light, that's what you need, and a decent microphone that clips into uh, into your phone or your or DSLR if you happen to have one of those. Just think about audio, sound, and then the most important thing is content, but you don't uh, need to have lots of gear. Adding a tripod is handy as well, otherwise it gets hard to hold it in your hand. I, I learned a lot from you many years ago with your iPhone video training, video hero training, which I know you've updated. But as you say, little simple things like don't have, you know, don't shoot into the light, you'll be a silhouette. And and being um, a little bit sensitive to some of the sounds around you and getting a little mic you can attach to your, your iPhone, which can cost, you know, 50, 60 bucks. And uh, it's amazing how quickly you can step the quality of your videos up <clears throat> without spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And, and to your point, Jules, um, there is power in the idea and the way you present on the video versus worrying about it, trying to be worrying, trying to make a Hollywood production, which again, if people think every time they've just got to have this incredibly incredible looking video, they're not going to do it. Absolutely. The thing these days is just being authentic, being transparent, being real, being somebody that other that your prospects or your customers can identify 
with and you'll you'll attract your the right tribe you know if you if you've got the right motivation you'll attract the right people and they will forgive the fact that it's not ultra glossy in fact if it is sometimes they'll put their guard up and think wow this is like shopping tv or this is kind of one of these boring um commercials and it's overproduced and it's just mm. sell 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 whereas if you're just uh just be you really and you, you'll see how particularly now with live video as well on facebook people are just yes literally getting on their cameras on their phones now broadcasting live and being authentic you know they can't hide themselves behind editing and if you're a good talker and if you're relatively confident you can just do that and that's a really simple way of making a video without having to get into the whole process of post-production it is what it is it is what it is you know it was a classic example speaking of hollywood productions i was watching the australian open tennis over summer and one of the celebrity guests was actor will smith and they showed him going down into the sort of the bowels of the uh, Rod Laver Arena, which is where it all happens. And he was doing some selfie videos with, with ball boys and some of the players, and they were very raw. You know, he was literally holding the camera out as if he was taking a selfie, doing some videos, posting them to his Instagram. And again, it's the content, not necessarily the production values. Um, my customers aren't watching videos. Jules, I hear this a lot. What do you say to them? Well, they might not be watching marketing videos, but they, they are watching videos. I mean, the amount of video being consumed right now is incredible. Incredible. All the, stats, all the stats show people way prefer to watch a video than to read a long bit of text. So I say they're watching videos. They may not be watching your video if you're not making interesting videos. You know, if you're mm. just pitching too much or if they're dry and dull and um, you know using the wrong kind of music or whatever, then yes, they might not be watching yours. But I think... Uh, people absolutely love video. It's just trying to find the style, trying to fit into the, for example, the Instagram style, you know, the short, snappy uh, visual video where people are looking at it on their feed, mute, no audio, and it's just mm. got to catch the eye a little bit. Uh, then your people will watch it. Um, and then the same goes with Facebook as well. People are just consuming so much of it. So I think it's more like to do with the style of video you're making, but people are definitely looking for video and for companies that are, innovative or uh, very personal in their approach. Saw some crazy stats out of YouTube recently where I think it said something like 27 hours of video are uploaded to YouTube. I want to say every second, but that sounds ridiculous. I'm going to say every minute. It's a lot of video. And <clears throat> I guess you could hear that and go, well, why would I add to that? Why would I create more? Well, that's happening because people are watching video. But again, it, then it comes down to the creative challenge of actually creating something that works for your business and that people want to watch. So, Jules, what, what have you seen change with smartphone video and, and its uses since we last talked probably about five years ago? Yes, it's been it's fascinating for me to see the development because when I started teaching iPhone video, and this can apply to Android, of course, as well, it was limited in the kind of the accessories you could get, the quality, uh, but now things have changed uh, big time. And you're talking about being creative. I'll give you an example now. The fact that, you know, you can buy a gimbal for your video, for your, your phone. A gimbal is something that you put, you insert your phone into it and it just keeps it super steady. So as you're walking uh, it, it, or shaking it around, it corrects the motion. So it just gives you these really smooth, yeah, right. steady cam shots like you like you see so, so that's that's you, one of those that's a device like at, at sporting events you see the cameraman go out on the field with his massive setup on 
trying to maintain stability of the camera. Is that, is that the type? Is that is a gimbal doing the same thing? Exactly. Like the guys you see, they're wearing a massive bit of kit around their shoulders and they, they're carrying a really heavy camera using this device. They look like a kind of robot or something. Yeah, but isn't absolutely. That unbe- isn't that unbelievable? Like five years ago, that technology, I don't know what it cost. I'm going to guess it was tens of thousands of dollars for the sure. TV station to produce. Now you can go and buy a gimbal. Sounds like something out of Pulp Fiction. Bring out the gimbal. And um, um, you can buy that, I'm, I'm guessing, again, tens of, you know, 50, 60, 100 bucks, and you've got some unbelievable technology. Yeah, I mean, gimbals, the lower end, possibly about 60, more more around the sort of 200, Mike, which is still not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can literally get rid of this dreadful camera shape, but also you can do great things like um, tours. So say you're in a, in a property business or interior design or anywhere where you want to move gardening, you want to move around and just give this cinematic feel to your videos. And and if you look on YouTube, we talked about YouTube just now, a lot of the best YouTubers are really upping the quality. They're using um, gimbals, they're using drones, it's another thing as well. And the quality is incredible, yes. but you can now achieve that sort of quality just... Uh, with your iPhone and some inexpensive gear. So that's how to stand out, right? Because if your competitor is just doing rubbishy, shaky videos on the selfie stick and you come in with this more of a cinematic approach, then that's going to stand out a mile. It's unbelievable. You mentioned drones. I mean, it, I always say, Jules, the marketing world has changed so much in the last few months and years and there's never been a better time to market a small business. I mean... N- Talk about wow, that applies to video more than anything because of the technology and the, and the, the the smartphone. I'm I always say you know like the iPhone. I don't need a new iPhone. It's just got a better camera and a better mic. Other than that, it's the same phone. But if you're talking about video marketing, then that better camera and better mic is going to make you look pretty, look and sound pretty good. Absolutely. Drones is one thing, you know, gets amazing aerial shots and, of course, often controlled by your phone. You know, you hook up your phone to it and you can see the image on your phone. So that's related to phones. But also, um, yeah, in terms of camera quality, for me, big big change was the 4K camera, the super high quality 4K on the rear facing camera. camera on your phone, on your iPhone, the modern iPhones and Androids as well. Now, that 4K is incredible. You don't have to um, export your videos at 4K. But if you shoot 4K, this is my tip for you folks, shoot 4K and then just downscale it. So you can scale it when you're editing it and export it at 1080p, which is a slightly lower resolution, but it's still HD. By doing that, if you downscale it, it means that you can zoom into the shot when you're editing. You can blow up bits of the shot. And mm. therefore, you don't lose any quality. So that means that you could shoot a video of yourself and just shoot it static. But then during the video, you can zoom in and just get more of a head and shoulders. And then you can zoom out again on, on a fuller shot and zoom in. So without having any zoom lens, you can get that kind of effect. That's clever. Now, I know some people are thinking, yeah, but I'm not going to edit. And I don't really want my, my listeners to be editing. I think editing can be such a, a time suck. I mean, I, I from my point of view, I want them to be creating fantastically helpful content that's going to help grow their business and hand all the mechanical stuff over to someone else. We're, we're just out of interest, uh, and I'm sure you mentioned this in your training, but where, where do you go for editors? If you don't want to edit, and by the way, what I just described, you can actually do it on a, on the iMovie app, which is like uh, peanuts. <laughs> but in terms of um, edits, editors, you could go to somewhere like up, upwork.com mm-hmm. and for about $10 through to sort of 25 an hour, you could hire an editor. You could even get a full-time editor 
for about three, four hundred dollars a month if you were doing a lot of videos. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? They could just be cranking out videos for you because it is, it's about a stream of videos, you know, and having videos in multiple touch points, not just the one video. So absolutely, if you're frightened of editing, outsource it. If it's just a quick trim at the ends of it and adding your logo, then that can be done pretty simply with things like ScreenFlow, Camtasia, iMovie on the desktop or whatever you might use. I'm talking to XMTV director Jules Watkins, who has now created some incredibly good training products for anyone who wants to make videos for their business. And I'll tell you how to get them later. But Jules, um, there's a lot of videos that small business owners can create. Previously, you and I have spoken about and I've touched on uh, things like a welcome video, sales video, product review videos, testimonial videos, all all the kind of basic stuff. You're very big right now on vlog style video marketing. What is that? Well, that's something I've kind of come up with in the in the past few months really because right now there is a huge explosion of of vlogging and and love for vloggers so I don't know if you watch any yourself but I, I guess your audience too might know of people like Casey Neistat would be one mm-hmm. um, he's he's just taken the world by storm you know he's got like nearly 10 million subscribers become very very famous for vlogging and he's inspired a whole generation of, of new vloggers and they're getting very creative with their vlogs. They're looking at like reality TV shows, which I used to make and taking the best knowledge from that and also looking at film and applying it to the to their vlog. So vlogging is huge. It's popular, but also it's extremely daunting if you are starting out with video to think about pumping out a regular vlog. You know, these guys are insane. They like film all day. They edit four or five hours. They, well, it's you know, what they do. Three. I mean, these guys have made, in fact, only tomorrow I'm interviewing uh, a couple of girls who have got 1.2 million followers on Instagram and they do all this video stuff. And, you know, that's that's their business. So they can be filming all day. But is, exactly. vlog, is vlog style video marketing still a, um, a relevant idea to say, you know, a masseur or a, a real estate agent or a plumber? Absolutely. Because what I've thought of here is you don't, you don't do, you're not doing a daily vlog. You're not pumping out a vlog. You're just taking the style and then applying it to your content video, your marketing video. So you may only be, let's say you've got a new a new offer coming up or a new launch. You just apply that style just to one video mm-hmm. and that video becomes your sales video. So I've, I've done this myself with a product that I launched. I tried to film it a lot more casually than I normally would. So it's not a studio-based video. I was I was in my car. I was showing a little snapshot of behind the scenes. And I was talking in a slightly unusual location. And I was kind of fairly casual about it. So you're just applying that casual, personal, behind-the-scenes look and feel. But clearly, your message is, here's my product. Here are the benefits. Here's the problem I'm solving for you. And go and buy it. But you're just doing it. <laughs> In a, in a different context than you would normally expect. Can I just, okay, so let's drill down. Vlog-style video marketing. So what, what you're saying is uh, that you just, wherever you are, you don't need to be in your setup like we talked about earlier with, you know, your tripod marked on the floor and ready to go and all that. You could be anywhere. This Is the is this the fundamental nature of a vlog-style video, is it? It could be anywhere. It could be, you could be at home. You could be 
anywhere. But when I talk, think about vlogging, I think more of, of lots of movements. So what works really well is just you can use a gimbal or a selfie stick, which costs peanuts. And it's a, it's a walk and a talk. You know, you're walking down uh. the street, taking people on a on a journey somewhere. Right. Or it could be um, in your property. You're actually going to say or in your business, I should say, uh, you're going to say, well, I want to just take you a quick, a quick tour behind the scenes here. I just want to take you behind the scenes to the kitchen and see what they're up to. And you're going to just walk through and you're going to bump into the people and say, so, Luigi, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to be stereotyped about Italian restaurants, but okay. um, hey, Luigi, show us this pasta dish from your mama. Uh, uh, yes. And he's going to tell you he's going to tell you what that's about. And then you're going to move on and you're not going to have to edit it too much. You're going to just literally stop and talk to people and show stuff. And it's going to feel quite loose. And you're going to be pointing the camera around and it's going to come back to you. And you're going to say, so, folks, if you want to test out Luigi's pasta, then we've got a special deal on for next weekend. And off you go. So yeah. as opposed to a corporate producer would come in and they would set up a big interview, you know, with you. You'd be sat there. It'd be all glossy. There'd be lots of shots of the exterior. And then it would be cut right now. Let's go and interview Luigi. And it would all be very um, traditionally made and highly edited. Yeah, okay. This is ringing very true. I interviewed about three months ago a fellow by the name of Peter Hitchener. Now, he's our leading newsreader uh, in Victoria, from where, which is where I'm from, Jules. And now Peter's obviously very used to the camera, very used to big sets and high-quality high production. He has become a social, in, in his words, a social media addict. He does four to five hours of social media a day, but he's doing a lot of video on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and he literally is just getting his phone out for opportunities to share what he's doing with his audience, and it has worked its absolute pants off. He hasn't, you know, when you drop criteria like, you know, must have perfect lighting, must have perfect backdrop, uh, creating video becomes a whole lot easier. Um, so um, I'll put a link in that interview in the show notes. So with vlog style video, Jules, we've got a familiar format because it's sort of like, it's a bit like reality TV where you sort of, you drop it, you're dropping in unannounced. So that drops the guard um, of those watching. You also talk about um, a, an upside of vlogging as being a pattern interrupt. What do you mean by that? Well, it's because very important to grab people right at the top of video. You know, that's where you're going to catch them. They're going to keep watching. As you mentioned before, there's a ton of video being produced. So what's going to be catchy and what's going to be different? So if people are expecting to see the same old video of an accountant or a solicitor or whatever <laughs> it might be, sat there in their suit, and then suddenly, bang, you're seeing them on a surfboard, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, the first 15 <laughs> seconds or think about what your hobbies are. You might not be a surfer. It's not so great in London surfing, no. but you might, you might uh, be, you know, do yachting or gardening or golf or whatever it is. Suddenly it's like, whoa, why am I seeing this? You know, what's this got to do with um, this business? And suddenly the guy, you know, you see the golf club, it's putting the ball into the, into the hole and then turn to the camera and then, and the guy says, or the, the person says on the video, you know, I've been thinking when I've been playing this round of golf, dot, dot, dot. And then it kind of segues into the video. So that first little montage is something that just grabs you. One of the um, great bits of advice I've had on video previously, and it was by another Jules, his name was Jules Lund, a past guest of this show. He's done a lot of, there's a travel show here called Getaway. He's done hundreds and hundreds of little travel segments. And his best advice was have a good in and a good out. 
Uh, so, for example, the in might be, hi, it's Timbo here from the Small Business Big Marketing Show. I just want to talk to you about video marketing. And then you share maybe three points around video marketing. And then your out is, um, if you like that, there's plenty more over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. See you next time. Um, do you have any uh, question un- unannounced? Do you have any other tips like that? Because that one for me has worked so well because it, it takes the pressure off, you know, talking to camera. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, definitely the strong in. I totally agree with the with the visuals and just the the, the call to action. I mean, a lot of people mm. kind of have such a weak call to action. They, they do. They stuff imp- around because that's where the sale. That's where the ask is. Exactly. They they kind of try and imply it or a nudge or a wink, or they sometimes just put a bit of text up that kind of flashes up for two <laughs> seconds. But the best thing is like to say what you want people to do. So if you see YouTubers, they'll all say, smash the like button, <laughs> smash yes. it. Um, and if you can show something on screen, like smashing it, you could even like grab a hammer and just smash something if you wanted to. <laughs> um, smash the like button, you know, click the link, they'll show you what to do. So I, I have motion graphics that I use and uh, I offer those as well. They've, they've gone down a storm with entrepreneurs who want motion graphics that actually show people what to do like it points at the button or you see the button clicked so if you've got a yellow button or you've got an opt-in form on your website for example showing the button showing it click visually showing what people need to do the name being filled out or a phone appearing with the number and a ringing sound of the phone like to, uh, to wake them up a bit so i would say don't just mumble it and visually show what you want people to do at the end yeah, I love that. I think the the call to action, oh boy, oh boy. As I say to people, you know, like if you don't have a call to action in any of your content marketing, then you are simply creating art, you know. We are here to sell. That's it. Absolutely. Always always think what's the next step? What What is it you want? You know, be clear with that because the other thing people do is put too many call to actions. Like, you know, where yes. are you? What do you want? Is it like your page? Is it add a comment to your video? Is it subscribe? Is it fill out a form? Is it make a call? <laughs> so be, be clear what you want before you even make your video. I think that's a really important point, Jules, because again, what we, and I grew up in an advertising agency and I had clients who wanted to, to do everything within a 30 second TV or radio spot or a half page ad. It's like, you know, the way we as consumers work is that we, you know, a single minded thought is a good idea. So if you've got four things you want to say and you want to do it in one video, would you argue that it's probably better to do four videos? Exactly. If it's different topics or it's going to turn out to be too long, absolutely. You're better off having multiple touch points, particularly, for example, on YouTube, each video will have its own keywords, its own title. So it could be found by different people who are searching it. If you try and combine it, then you can't pack out the title with so much information. It, it, It won't be found so many times. So I think, yeah, breaking it up, having shorter videos within reason, on a certain topic going a bit deeper is probably better than trying to do too much inside the, in one video. Jules, I just want to touch on the training that you've got. Uh, for those listening, you can look at all Jules's training options if you go to getvideohero.com. Now, your iPhone video hero training, Jules, I love, but what are the other training uh, modules that you've got? I have, yeah, the iPhone 
training has been a, a massive hit for me and I've been updating it and I, I've got, uh, I'm adding continuous content into that particular uh, membership. The other ones, I've got a DSLR course because I realized that some of my folks who love their iPhones, but then they maybe want to either progress to a DSLR or use it in parallel with their iPhone. Uh, so I've got a DSLR um, course, DSLR Video Hero course. <laughs> and then we talked about editing, screen flow, which is one of my preferred tools. Can, can I just touch on that and reinforce? And I've spoken about it before, but screen flow is an amazing tool. I have used it and converted so many inquiries into business using ScreenFlow because it 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 takes the pressure off you necessarily having to speak directly to camera and um, it's incredibly easy to use. So that that ScreenFlow hero training that you've got is fantastic. Thanks. That's yes, that's that one that's one and then also uh, well, I've been bringing out since I've spoke to you last some music. I realised that uh. entrepreneurs don't know where to find music, and they're, they're, there's also issues around using music that's copyrighted yes. and you know being taken care. Otherwise, you can really get in trouble with with YouTube or Facebook or wherever. So, I brought out some music packs, which includes training. So it's like, how do you use music in your videos? How do you choose the right music? Uh, so that's been very, very popular as well. Love it. And then and also, yeah, keep going. I mentioned also motion graphics. Uh, I, I just, I just, I just go by what people are telling me, what they need, and what I see out there. So I realised that you know, motion graphics can be really expensive to go out and buy two or three motion graphics and be sure that it is copyright free that you can use it. So I just created this mega pack of like over 300. It's great. And it's literally all the subscribe buttons you need for YouTube and the like buttons and add a comment, the things we've just been talking about, enabled to so you can visually uh, emphasize what you're saying. And that works great because a lot of people are uh, watching videos like mute or, vol you know, volumes low and they're, they're lost, they're losing their attention, they're looking all over the place. When they see it there on screen, that makes them take action. And finally would be local video ads hero, yes. which was a course that I've uh, just done recently with Chuck Gallagher, who is a local video advertising expert. And we, we did a partnership on this training. It's been a massive uh, success. And the concept here is that nowadays you just can't sit back and wait for people to watch your videos, particularly with Facebook changing the algorithms. It's all about getting your videos out there, which means paid video advertising, getting your video ads or content pushed out to exactly the right market in the right demographic in the right locality. And this is what is really hot right now is actually putting a little bit of funds into getting your videos seen more rather than just having them sit there. Love it, Jules. Mate, thank you for putting all that training together. I mean, someone had to. And it is fantastic for any small business owner thinking of embarking on a video marketing campaign. I, I don't think you can really do it effectively without without this. So getvideohero.com is where you will find all that training. I think actually I might um, hit – was, did you say it was at Chuck Gallagher? That's it, I, Chuck, might, yeah. I, I might hit him. I might hit him up for uh, an interview on local video ad hero because I'm seeing so many people converting highly on Facebook using video. And again, they're not high production, but they are clever videos. And I'm going to guess that that training will show us how to do it. Jules, love your work. Uh, thank you, buddy. And maybe uh, I'll get you back in another five years to see what uh, see how we use holograms on our smartphone or something. See how our hair's <laughs> getting on. Yeah, great. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Thanks for very much.
Well, there you go, team. Jules Watkins of GetVideoHero.com. Hope you feel a little bit more confident with the idea of producing videos for that beautiful business of yours. If you are, or maybe even if you're not, then do take a look at the training Jules offers. It's, it's really good. I've done it. And it's presented in such a simple step-by-step fashion that you'll be producing all sorts of videos in no time at all. And the great thing is, you've already got the one major piece of equipment you will need in your smartphone. GetVideoHero.com is where you'll find it. Um, I'm also going to put some links in the show notes to a couple of the uh, various pieces of equipment. Was it a gimbal? Bring out the gimbal, uh, including that and a couple of other bits. Coming up, I share my top three attention grabbers from that fireside chat with Jules Watkins. Plus, in this week's Ignite Your Sight segment, Melbourne SEO Services' Dave Jennings gets a little testy. Here's a money-making tip from American Express member and Four Pillars Gin founder, Stu Greger. I for the life of me don't understand why a business won't accept Amex because what you're potentially doing is knocking back customers who want to spend money on your product or your brand or your service or whatever it is and I frankly don't understand it if someone wants to give me their Amex and buy 10 bottles of gin I'll tell you what I'll take their Amex thanks very much you're potentially also denying yourself a big chunk of corporate business as well you know because a lot of sales guys a lot of guys I know me in my own business I use Amex and if I go to a, if I ring to make a booking at a restaurant or a bar or something I say do you accept Amex and they say no no, I go somewhere else. So they don't even know the business they're, they're missing out on. It beggars belief. And I often find myself having these com- rather awkward conversations at the <laughs> with with a shopkeeper or a, or a bar owner or a restaurateur saying, why wouldn't you take it? I'll pay you the extra. I'll pay one and a half. Oh, the credit card service fee or whatever you want. Take my money. It's business 101, really. Make it easy for people to give you money. Speaking of money... The American Express Business Explorer credit card comes with 50,000 bonus points every year, a low interest rate, and two points on every dollar you spend. Not to mention a couple of tickets to the very swish Amex Lounge at Sydney International Airport. Search Amex Business to find out more. New American Express card members only. Terms and conditions apply. Right, I am a top three attention grabbers from that chat with GetVideoHero.com's Jules Watkins. Thanks to our very, very good friends at American Express, who are the exclusive sponsor of this episode and the coming four. Love that. Attention grabber number one, vlog style videos. I love that. Just makes a lot of sense. Takes a lot of pressure off too. Speaking of taking pressure off, attention grabber number two, be authentic, transparent, and real in the videos you create. I think that's what's great about vlog-style videos is the fact that you can be yourself. But I say this time and time again, guys. You know, when you are creating content, when you are creating helpful marketing, which is my go-to position on marketing, then being yourself is a really good thing. You know, you don't have to worry about being anyone else. And my attention grab at number three own a strong call to action. You know, I get really disappointed when I see business owners creating pretty good content, whether it be a video or a podcast episode or a blog or whatever, but there's no call to action. You've got to ask yourself, what do you want people to do having seen, read, 
listen to this piece of content. Own your call to action, team. My call to action right now is for you to go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 411 and leave a comment. I'd love that. <laughs> Ignite With so many underperforming websites out there, this segment is laser-focused on ensuring yours isn't one of them. To get your website found and your phone ringing, we're joined by Dave Jennings of MelbourneSEOServices.com. DJ, what is on your mind? Business owners, listen to me and update (laughs) your website. They need to do that on a regular basis. A website is like a car. It's got to be serviced. Most business owners, they'll spend their five grand, get a nice flashy website built. Job done. And then they'll leave it for years. And, And you just can't do that for a whole variety of reasons. Oftentimes, if you're not updating software, it can become a, a hacking opportunity for people who want to actually hop in there and take Because the reality down. is, and, and many business owners might not know this, but the content management system they're using um, gets updated regularly. And for it's security. Up, for security yes. reasons and a whole yep. lot of functionality yes. reasons. Yep. The plugins that you're using that make things happen on your website, they too get yep. updated. So and it's sort of incumbent upon, Things can break. If, yeah, if you yeah. just leave it, things will break. And when you think about it, your website is the most important marketing asset that you've got. So it's got to be humming. Okay. So uh, it sounds a little bit geeky. What does the uh, average, and no, there are no average listeners to this show, but what does the business owner do to overcome this? Well, they can get a copy of my book, Authority Content. There's yes. a chapter in there that tells them exactly how to look after their website if they want to roll up their sleeves yes. and get amongst it themselves. Or they really need to have a web person on their side, on their yeah. team, who's hopping in. And it might be monthly or at minimum, let's say, every six months, just making sure everything's up to date. I think that's great advice. I mean, any business owner with a website does need a web person on their team that they can call upon. If the one you've got isn't working out, find another one because you don't want a website that is open to be, to being insecure, mm. uh, to not working as it should. Great advice, DJ. Uh, authoritycontent.com forward slash Timbo is where they can get a copy, copy of yes. your book, a free copy, and that is a wonderful offer. And that is just another way to... Come on down, it's Timbo's Monster Prize Draw. Oh yes, indeedly doodly, that favourite part of the episode, the Small Business Big Marketing Monster Prize Draw, where I get to give away prizes to you, the small business owner who has taken an idea from this show and implemented it. And if you've done that, then email me, tim at timreid.com.au. Tell me the idea that you've implemented and what impact it's had on your business. And if I read it out on this show, I'm going to give you a prize. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Our winners today, there's two of them. First one is Nicole Ashby from highprofitmedia.com. And this is a very relevant one given our chat with Get Video Heroes Jules Watkins. Timbo says, Nicole, I'd love a rare gin. Thanks, mate. Love the interview with the Four Pillars founder. Yes, he was very good, young Stu McGregor. Tim, the marketing idea that I've implemented has been doing a live video every day. Wow. The results, increased inquiries and new customers. (laughs) What more do you want? 
Now, the really cool thing about this is posting your videos over to LinkedIn. I, sh- I know where this is going. I shared one just over a week ago that has been seen by over 550 people, twice as many as on Facebook, and it's my ideal customer who is responding. Well, that's smart. Sometimes I think we can get stuck on Facebook thinking everyone's on Facebook, which they are, but it's a different conversation over on LinkedIn, particularly if you're a business owner. Back to Nicole. Super cool, and thank you for the tip. That was from Flavor 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 Chicken Guy. <laughs> I remember that interview. Not my favourite interview, as he wasn't so engaging. Oh, gee, I reckon you're being a bit harsh there, Nicole. I thought he was tremendous, was uh, Wally, and he continues to do really good things. I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Nicole goes on to say, if I can share any super tips on getting free publicity as a self-taught entrepreneur with hundreds and hundreds of free media interviews under my belt, let me know. I'd love to share and teach. Well, thank you, Nicole, and well done on getting hundreds and hundreds of free interviews. That's pretty special. Have done a couple of episodes on that previously about how to get free media tips. I will put them in the show notes. Oh, says Nicole. Oh, oh. And I did a Facebook Live today and one on LinkedIn using Tom McLean's quote. Now, Tom McLean, he was from Sophie Spritz, past guest. The quote was, you don't need money, you need publicity. Such a great quote. And Nicole says, in both videos, I spoke about listening to your podcast straight off the bat, as that's where the quote came from. Another cracking interview, Tim. Well, that's a great idea. So what Nicole's done there is curate some content. She's found something on my podcast and used it as inspiration to create her own piece of content. I love that. And thank you for the free publicity there, Nicole. Can I say I really loved your interview with Richard Stubbs about interviewing as you were very open and vulnerable. And it was such a brilliant interview. I got so much from it and plan to start my own podcast too. Love your work, Timbo. Kind regards, Nicole Ashby. Nicole, I love a small business owner that takes action and you are one of them. For that, you have won a bottle of rare Four Pillars Dry Gin. Thanks to Stu McGregor. I will be in touch and uh, enable you to claim that wonderful prize. I had a couple on the weekend just between you and I. (laughs) Thank you, Nicole. Our next winner in the Monster Prize draw is Otke Sengoz. He is from a business called lendsure.com.au. Very simply, he says, hi, Tim. Great podcast. Thank you, Otke. I have started using a social media platform to give out tips regarding finance and consumer engagement has never been better. I give out tips that previously I would only have after I had met my client, but now I'm posting helpful content on a regular basis. See, that's genius. Don't wait till you've got the client. You'll get the client by being helpful. That's how it works. Thank you for your insight into helpful marketing as it has paid back many, many times over. Regards, Ot K. Well, well done, Ot K. That, um, that's pretty much what I cover in my book, guys, The Boomerang Effect. You want to learn to do what Ot K is doing? Then buy The Boomerang Effect over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Prize-wise, Ot K, you have won a Sophie Spritz picnic bag valued at 100 bucks. It includes a T-shirt, a mixed dozen. It includes the bag. It's got some vouchers in it. And that's all thanks to Tom McLean, past guest of Sophie Spritz. That is the Small Business Big Marketing Monster Prize draw for another week. But I would love you to email me 
with an idea that you've implemented from listening to this show and how it's impacted your business. Tim at timreid.com.au. Don't we cover some serious, serious marketing ground in the show? With a little laugh along the way. We have previously caught up with Karen Jacobson. You would know her better as Siri, yes, the real Siri. We interviewed her. She's created a whole business out of that. And Troy Westley, whose app Care Monkey is solving a massive problem for parents of school-age kids. A great idea what Troy has done. You'll find those episodes plus hundreds more over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com or you can subscribe free on your favourite podcast app, which means that you will never, ever miss another episode. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. Hit the contact button over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. You can email me. You can connect with me on social media. Grab a copy of my book, The Boomerang Effect. And a very, very, I say very, very, yeah, we'll go with very. A very big thanks to American Express Business Explorer Card for exclusively sponsoring this episode and the next four. If you love the idea of your business expenses rewarding you, and why wouldn't you? Then search Amex Business to find out more. Hey, speaking of love, if you love the Small Business Big Marketing Show, then let another business owner know about it by grabbing their phone and downloading it for them. If that's too hard, simply ring someone or email someone right now, text them and say, OMG, have you listened to the Small Business Big Marketing Show? It's ace. And put a link in the text. Are you with me? Until next week, I'm Timbo Reid. Thanks for tuning in. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.